Are we doing this? Really? Wait for it. Are we doing this? Wait for it. How? What the fuck? And it's also, eh, what the fuck? What's wrong with me? It's time for WTF. What the fuck? With Mark Marin. All right, let's do this. What the fuckers? What the fuck, buddies? What the fucking ears? What the fucking ucks? Welcome to live WTF at the Montreal Just for Laughs Comedy Festival. Oh, shit. Oh, fuck. I am so relieved you guys are here. Thank you. I'm Mark Marin. You know that. Right? Isn't it amazing? We're all here. We're protected from the outside. I have spent four days on this fucking street. And if this is any indication of anything else happening anywhere in the world, I'm concerned. How the hell is that not the most fucking depressing street you've ever been on? It's like, it's like if, if it's like, um, I don't even know how to explain it. But there were moments out there where I felt like I was in a vortex of pain, neediness, desperation, and complete fucking chaos. God, I love this town. I was so... <laughs> I actually, some people who are online had a little bit of a pre-show. Um... The people who were at the front of the line because I needed to eat pizza compulsively because I hadn't eaten since afternoon. And is there something about bad pizza? Like, I mean, it's not that it's bad pizza, like it works, but I mean, do they keep it at that level of consistency? Is there any reason why it can't be better pizza? Because you know when you buy pizza at a place like that across the street, you're like, this is going to suck, but it's going to work. But, <laughs> but they never improve the pizza. You're never going to go there one day and go, holy fuck, this has gotten better. It's always going to be that same shitty pizza. Why does it have to stay like that? Is this a question anyone can answer, or should I just ramble on? <laughs> I had an interesting moment the other night. I, t I talked about this uh, the other day at the Alternative Show, but I, I think I have to admit it again because it upset me. I saw somebody uh, walking. Now, I don't, look, I, I don't know really what goes on here in Canada. <laughs> you know, I, I know that we have, like, townies and people that make us uncomfortable in the States, but I feel like there's a lot here. Is there a lot of them here? Not in this room, but, you know, out there on the street. Like, I mean, and, like, I don't want to be judgmental because it's not my country, but do you walk down that street and go, holy fuck, I'm frightened for my country. Okay, all right, so I'm not being a dick. All right, now I don't... <laughs> I have nothing against French people or French Canadians, but the language is starting to annoy me a bit. Is that wrong? Like, it's not a pro... It's my problem, all right? I feel, because I don't understand the language, that when someone speaks to me in French, they're, all they're saying is, you're a fucking idiot, fuck you. Is that happening? It's not, ha it is happening. So I'm not misunderstanding that tone. Like most people can speak English, right? But like when someone like me goes, is there, a, where's the bathroom? They need to speak French to me, so I feel bad about asking to go and about having to go at the same time. I just want to make sure, thank you for confirming that. But this has nothing to do with French. This had to do with me being a judgmental asshole for no reason. And I, I don't know if I learned anything from this or not, but I was getting on the elevator at the hotel, walking behind a guy who was in these really horrible shorts. I mean, they were just stupid looking, and he had a horrible T-shirt on. And I, just was, I was looking at him, hating him for his shorts and his T-shirt, which is bad. You shouldn't do that. Why would you hate somebody for that? But I literally was seething, like, you know, what the fuck is that guy thinking? Who would go out in those fucking shorts? That is the stupidest outfit I've ever seen in my life. How does he go out in that? 
And then I got on the elevator and he turned around and he had a scar that ran like all around his head. Like somebody had like put a cleaver into his head. And I had this moment where I'm like, oh, he can wear the shorts. <laughs> I, I don't know what happened to that guy, but he's earned the, the ability to wear whatever he wants for whatever happened to his head. So that... <laughs> I don't know why, that, why I even bring that up. It's such a, an asshole thing to do. So, uh, okay, so I, I, uh, I, I had uh, poutine, and I don't... Yeah, but I went to that place at, uh, what is it, Benquez? Is that what it's called? Benquez? All right, see, you see, there was that attitude. All I was trying to do was politely remember a restaurant, and you just basically said, by going, Benquez... What I heard was, fuck you, learn the language, asshole. You don't speak French either? That doesn't let you off the hook, because that means you're posing. Because the amount of attitude that was loaded into your limited understanding of the language, because you knew how to say that word, didn't you? I get it. I get where we're at. So I went there, and I had, uh, not, I didn't just have regular poutine, I had the poutine with the sausage and the hot peppers and the Tabasco sauce. Yeah, yeah, I'm a real fucking hero. You know, you know how long that felt good for? Till I was almost done eating it. That's how long that felt good for. When I had about a third of it left, I, I entered, what the fuck am I doing? What am I doing? I have to eat it all now and then eat half of my girlfriend's. So is that the, the national dish of self-hatred? Is that what that is, Poutine? Or is that just me? It was excellent. It was good. Let's see if there's anything else I need to talk about. Because I, I have a lot of... Uh, I have a lot, I, look how I've outlined this. St. Catherine Street, Scarhead. <laughs> these, these are my bullet points. <laughs> French. <laughs> Anger as celebration. I think we covered it. I feel, I feel so much better that you guys are out there to talk to me before the show. I swear to God, I can't... I wish I could lie to you, but, like, there, there are moments before I go on to a show, because I had other shit on my mind, you know? I got to do a gala tomorrow in between us. I'm not prepared for it at all. <laughs> do you know what it's like to know you're going to go on for 2,000 people, and, you know, in the middle of it, you could just be like, I don't have fucking anything planned. <laughs> but do you know how much of me wants that to happen? Do you know the, how amazing it feels in a moment of silence where 2,000 people are looking at you, expecting you to be in charge, and you look at them and you're like, I don't know. <laughs> There's no freer moment available. The humiliation of that moment is transcendent. I'm looking forward to that. <laughs> That's going to be one of the best shows ever. I haven't locked up like that in a long time. And everything's been going so well. It's the only thing I can think of is that I'm just going to be at the gala. I'm going to be midway through and I'm just going to cry. <laughs> that would be excellent. And then that, that video, like they, they'd have to cut my set. I wouldn't get paid, but somehow just the crying would end up on YouTube. <laughs> and, and then for the rest of my career, I'd be like, that's the crying guy from Canada. And then it would become my hook. And then I'd have to, like, you know, do that at the end of shows because people were expecting it. <laughs> Where do you see the clothes, man? He just, he just cries. It's not really comedy, but it's kind of cleansing. 
Let's read some emails now and bring a guest up. Let's see. Wait, wait, wait. Thank you. Thank you. That's a, that was a nice uh, half-hearted small group of applause. Podcast thumbnail. Hi, Mark. I always listen to your podcast on my speakers, much to the annoyance of my boyfriend. Turns out he assumed you were just a fat hipster with nasty long hair, and, and this perception was purely based on the picture of you on the WTF podcast thumbnail. As a result, he seemed somewhat biased against your opinions because the image of a fat, hairy, greasy Jew was too distracting to him. Now, see, that sentence implies that he doesn't feel like he said anything alienating or wrong. Just thought he'd throw that in there, the Jew at the end. But this is him being nice. That's wonderful. Uh, and then in parentheses, it says, please be aware that this is his opinion and not mine. So, okay, the greasy Jew was his, his partner's. All right. However, after YouTubing a video of you and seeing what you really look like, he was like, oh, my God, Mark Maron is so cute. For a greasy Jew. No, I didn't say that. <laughs> I must agree that you look pretty spiffy with short hair and that, that illustrated picture of you behind the turquoise background doesn't do your looks any justice. Love the podcast. You are extremely interesting and funny, and I love listening to your show, Dan and Adam. Okay, P.S. Adam wants you to know that he is an art student and could make you a really great new thumbnail. But I don't think that is a very good idea because most people aren't extremely homosexual. <laughs> and won't judge your entire existence on an illustrated portrait. That's a good one. This one has an interesting twist at the end because it's, it's fairly, it's a practical email. It's, it's just the subject line says sound levels. No, it's like, you know, okay, here we go. Thanks. Uh, okay, Mark, thanks again for the great show. I'm writing to let you know that to my ears, I think you need a volume level adjustment on your guest mic. Mr. Tech Guy. The last few weeks, I've been listening to your show at a very low volume while I work in a library slash study hall. Usually at the beginning of the show, I turn the sound down so that I can just hear you as you do the opening promos. But then when you bring on a guest, I can hard, hard, hardly hear them at all while I can still hear you just fine. At that point, I turn the volume up to hear the guest and then your voice is too loud and I start getting dirty looks from students. But shit, I don't want to sound presumptuous. Please just take this as a little bit of feedback from a listener who will keep listening no matter what. Act on it or ignore it as you please. So now at this point in the email, I'm like, what a fucking douchebag. But then comes the P.S. P.S. I can't masturbate around my cat. <laughs> because he attacks my hand and penis. The motion fascinates him. I have to go to another room and close the door so he can't follow. So now I don't think that guy's an asshole anymore. <laughs> how, can you, how can you not like that guy? All right, let's start the show. I'm really happy you guys are here. It's going to be, it's fun already. It's really fun. This, uh, my first guest is, is a very funny guy. I've known him since, uh, I, I feel like I've known him for like 15 years, 
We haven't talked a lot, so I'm looking forward to this. He's just uh, co-produced, I believe. He'll correct me if I'm wrong. Uh, the movie Tell Your Friends. Uh, it's a documentary about a room in New York. I know he's part of it because they interviewed me and he was behind the camera. Please welcome Victor Varnado. Yeah. Hey, buddy. Here. There's a microphone. Thank you. You recognize Victor? Anybody? Yeah, one dude. Awesome. <laughs> How you doing, man? I'm good. I, I directed that movie, by the oh, way. Oh, that's why you were behind the camera. <laughs> I, I directed and well, produced just, the movie. Just, yeah. just know that I don't do that to be an asshole. I honestly didn't know no, and did not do any research at all. Nobody knows. It's cool. Nobody knows. I don't tell Has people, anyone really. seen the film? Do you want to talk about the film? Uh, sure, if you'd like to. Well, I'd like to preface you're it. You're in it. I know. I want to preface it by saying this guy made a movie about a comedy room that seats seven people. It's in a basement in New York, and, and at any given time, 12 people can be in the audience. Correct? That's fucking right. Yes. <laughs> so what, now, what was the angle of the movie? The angle of the movie was just like letting people in on the type of shows that happen in those small comedy rooms. Because yeah. not everybody sees it. And yeah. So that was the angle. Yeah. It was like, I got to be honest with you. I, I, I don't know if you people realize this. I've actually done that room many times, and I've actually written stuff there because there's absolutely no risk of, of anybody giving a shit. True. Have, have you ever been to a comedy show like that where you're actually part of the audience and you're like, God, this doesn't matter at all? Um, <laughs> but there's a freedom to that. Am I right? Yeah. You, you know, it's fun to do shows there because you can just. Fuck around. I mean, people don't care. You, I've, I've done horrible things on that stage. Oh, like what, Victor? Uh, well, uh, I have slapped a girl. No, you have not. I slapped her in the face. You slapped a girl in the face. I You're slapped real. a girl in the face. I did a joke. I hope this has a good payoff. <laughs> it's a pretty tough setup to come back from. I... <laughs> I did a joke. Yeah. Uh, I did a joke where I, I talk about like I'm small and people think I'm small and and I say that uh, uh, you may think I'm small, you may think you're just gonna beat me up, but come on, I will kick your girlfriend's ass. And this girl was pissed off about the punchline about the actual joke, and she came up on stage and she was like, "You won't hit me." Yeah. And I hit her. <laughs> <laughs> and how was that received? I mean. Uh, it was hilarious. People laughed. But she, was, she was not being cool. She was mean, so aggressive. Nobody liked her at that point. So, so when I hit her, like everybody was like, thank you for hitting her in the face. <laughs> I'm amazed that people are supporting this. And I, 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 I know. It's, it's, but it, it was one of those moments where like, you're, the world said, Victor, now you can get away with this. This is the moment where you can slap this woman and nobody will blame you. And the, I was the like, the world said that. The you world actually... said that, and I was like, "Thank you, world. <laughs> I've always wanted to slap a woman in front of an audience. Thank you." Now, please say that after the show, you guys talked, and uh, you know it was a reasonable experience for both people. After the show, she was. Uh, I think she 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 was ready to go home. <laughs> She was ready to go. I mean, with me. Like, she was ready to, like... No, 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 no. no. She was. She was crazy. I mean, obviously. Who interrupts a comedy show? To get hit in the get, face. Yeah, exactly. So, she was... People are crazy. You know yeah. people are crazy. I mean, look at your emails. Yeah. I, uh, look at me. Um, now, uh, what are you exactly? I am enthusiastic. 
Yeah. Yeah. And um, I'm a black albino. Yeah. Right? All right, ladies. <laughs> I didn't want to bring it up, but you know, I do that kind of stuff. Yeah, that's, uh, that's fine. That's uh, been an issue here and there. <laughs> well, I remember we had a conversation once where you got pissed off because you were always cast as like, like the evil weird guy. Uh, I was, and when I first started, that's what I was cast at. But then I started turning down those roles, actually. Really? Yeah. You said, totally. what, how did you turn them down? I'm a serious actor. I fucking turned, I was actually cast in a movie. There was an actually, an, an article was written, this guy was following me around for an article for the Village Voice. Yeah. And he, what, he followed me to the first day on this movie set. And when I got to the movie set, they had changed my role on the movie set and they wanted me to just be some weird crazy guy in the movie rather than originally I was supposed to be like this lab assistant guy that's supposed to help out this person and then they're like no 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 we want you to hang out the director decided he wanted you to hang out in the back and just be this crazy weird guy that we get to cut to and I was just like I'm not going to do that and I walked off the set and then they freaked out and they're like you'll never they said you'll never work again like we're going to do whatever we can so you'll never work again and and uh and, I, and my agent was behind me. My agent was like, yeah, I fucking leave. And so I just fucking left. And, and so, so you actually were the crazy weird guy. Yeah, I, I, I was. I was the <laughs> real crazy weird guy. Yeah, after you said, fuck you, I'm leaving. And they were <laughs> yes. like, fuck you, we're going to ruin your career. And then you said, no, fuck you. And they said, oh, you're perfect. You got to stay. <laughs> Please. This is what we mean. Are the cameras rolling? <laughs> Uh, but, but I but, fucking left, yeah. But didn't you play a crazy weird guy in the Schwarzenegger movie? Yeah, that was when I first started, though. Okay, all right, yeah. man. Don't get defensive. You're nah, a director dude, now. Nah, dude. Keep it real. No, that was when I first started. Uh, that was... Uh, but the funny thing about that, that was actually... I was supposed to be a good... In the original script, I was supposed <laughs> to be a good guy. <laughs> and what No, this is again. You show up on set, and they're like, oh, no. No. This guy's not a good guy. Look at him. He's a crazy weird guy. I got hired by the original director, who was Marcus Nispel. Do you know in, him? In, no, but it was the movie End of Days, right? The End of Days, yes. Right, with Schwarzenegger. Yes, and the original director was Marcus, Marcus Nispel. He does like a lot of horror movie stuff right now. <laughs> okay, right. I think, didn't he, isn't he directing the new Conan the Barbarian? Is that Marcus Nispel? Do you guys know? Nerds. Nerds? Come on. I don't attract nerds. I, I attract sensitive, depressed He people. did the remake... <laughs> We're beyond nerds here. This is not a nerd show. This is specifically for people that are like, I don't know how to make it today. He, <laughs> <laughs> Those are my people. <laughs> Marcus and Spell did the remake of Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Previously, he was the director of End of Days. He hired me. It was a large role. Yeah. Uh, he was unreasonable. Yeah. And he, they fired him. Universal fired him a okay. week before the movie started right. shooting. Yeah. The new, the new director... Didn't know who the fuck I was. Didn't audition me, but I was already hired and right. on the movie. My part got cut way down. To really? What it was yes, exactly. Do you make people nervous? Uh, a lot of people don't know. People, I've I found out that people have no idea what I do or what I'm about. They yeah. just don't know because <laughs> they have no point of reference. A lot of people would never. A lot of people like they would expect me to be like oh, people of Earth. They have no idea like <laughs> what I should be saying to people. So they just. A lot of people they don't know. <laughs> How a black albino is, and the th- are you blaming is- them for not have a pointing of reference? No, I'm that not. You're saying them. these assholes have no point of reference for a black albino. I mean, no, well- but I'm not giving them a point of reference either because <laughs> I do weird shit. Like you know, I slap women in the face, <laughs> and that's not a point of reference. That's not a great place to start <laughs> for what black albinos are like. <laughs> you don't have that on your resume, though. <laughs> Victor Varnado, black albino woman hitter. 
I will put that on my resume. <laughs> I don't have it just yet. Where'd you grow up, though? I grew up mostly in Minneapolis. Uh, so, but like, yeah, Minneapolis. Minneapolis in the back. Prince. But like growing up, I mean, I can't imagine the amount of shit you got. Uh, yeah, I was. I is this was a weird? Is that weird for me to just bring that up like that? No, all not right. at all. I've, I, I actually appreciate it when people like ask me honest questions about stuff rather than trying to figure it out on their own. I mean, like, I think that you know when he was probably growing up, it's, it's, <laughs> it's, it's, it's really difficult because people didn't know how to hate him. They knew they wanted to hate him, but they weren't clear which angle to take. Yeah, a lot of people didn't know. Like, they didn't have a name for me. They just called me albino. They didn't know, like, what name to call me, so they just called me, like, the medical one, I guess. <laughs> and then, uh, but, yeah, when I was growing up, I got in a lot, a lot of fights. A lot of fights. And then I joined the wrestling team, and I started to win more fights. So, really? Yeah. So Varsity you, wrestler. You could have been an interesting professional wrestler. <laughs> I would have loved to be. I would have been, like, the albino and, like, a vampire dude. That would have been fucking awesome wrestler. Do, you, do people sometimes, like, uh, not know? Uh, like, do they... Have you had situations where maybe people don't know you're black? Uh, often. Uh, it's always... And people say really racist shit to me all the time. Like, I, not only do they not know I'm... They don't know I'm black, but then they also think, I'm a racist comrade. I don't know why. <laughs> like, that comes out of people as well. But, like, how do you yeah, mean? I mean, like, like... Like, okay, you're white. Yeah. Okay. But other white people don't often walk up to you and start being like, these niggas, I hate niggas. Like, do they do that all the time? They do that to me a lot. And I don't know why that is. Recently, actually recently I was in this cab ride. I was in this cab ride. This guy was racist and misogynist. This is like a 74-year-old Puerto Rican guy. He told me that. Yeah. And we're in the cab ride. We're just going 15 blocks. And he started at the very beginning of the cab ride. He's like, hey, are you going out tonight, huh? And I was like, maybe. And he's like, you're going to get some pussy? And I was like, uh, I, didn't want, I didn't want to be involved. So I was just like, who knows? And then, he's, and then he starts fucking going off. He's like, open opportunities. He's like, you know the best kind of pussy is Chinese pussy. And I'm like, I don't know if that's the best or whatever. And he goes, it's Chinese and Hawaiian. And I was like, dude, come on. You've never fucked a Hawaiian girl, seriously. But he, then he goes off. He goes, the thing that's wrong with uh, Chinese pussy is that they like monkeys. That's what he says. They like monkeys. And I was like, you mean black people? And he goes, I call them monkeys. And... I, I know, and I'm oh always nice. Enough. I don't immediately start off by like screaming at people. Like I, I give them a chance to back up before I tell them I'm black. Like I don't immediately just go for the stab. But you, he you're, was, you're diplomatic. You, I mean, yeah, what? I am. I'm like, dude, you can't call black people monkeys. They don't like that. <laughs> and he goes, they don't fucking care. And I was like, well, I'm black and I care. And he goes. They're still fucking monkeys. Oh, my God. Yeah. Yeah. He fucking was still behind it. But then at the end of the trip, I get out of the cab, and he's like, $12, and I give him $12. He's like, no tip? <laughs> and I was like, no, dude, no tip. And he's like, black people. <laughs> Yo! <laughs> he won. <laughs> he fucking won yeah. the night. Yeah. Victor Varnado, ladies and gentlemen. We can move down. Please welcome to stage, stage Canada's own Jeremy Hotz, ladies and gentlemen. Woo! Come on, you neurotic Jew. Get up here. How are you, buddy? Sit down. Look at that. It's Jeremy Hotz. 
Here. Yeah, take that one. Sorry. Is, is this that, okay? Oh, that's great. Sorry, man. Everything's working out. I was just whacking off in the back, and this cat attacked my cock. I don't know where it came it's, from. It's going around. <laughs> yeah. I think the guy who wrote the email is probably in the room. Unbelievable. Do you guys know Jeremy Hotz? <laughs> Thank you. How are you? Hi. I've known him for 20 years, and he always used to say, like, I'm huge in Canada. I'm like, come on. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> He's like, like when I first met him, I, it actually, I didn't realize, because it's probably like 15, 20 years ago. Yeah, we're and, old. Yeah, but yeah, I was so excited that there were neurotic, angry Jews in Canada. Like, you know, when I met you, I'm like, there's, there's more of us? Yeah. It's not just you, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> but I never, I, like, I had a hard time associating Jews with Canada at all. How, but you, you're, like, are more Jew than any Jew that I know, mostly. How many Jews can you put in one sentence? <laughs> a lot of Jews. That's a lot of Jews. Just not Jewish monkeys. No Jewish monkeys. Yeah, I heard that monkey thing. Yeah. Sorry about that story. <laughs> <laughs> I, don't know how to, I don't know how to say anything else other than that's a, that's a really shitty thing that happened. I love how people share guilt. That's one of my favorite things. Like people are like, sorry, I know yeah. I had a little to do with it in the past. Well, you know, we've had our share of the Jews. I mean, you know, come on. Oh, I don't know. That's a tough argument to make. It is, you know, isn't it? Though? Like, I mean, we can't... were slaves in Egypt. Yeah. Yeah. No, you can't use that one. Fuck you. They wrote a book about it. Yeah, I know. They wrote a book about it. But most people agree that's a book of fiction. So I'm not a revisionist. I know the Jews have been through some stuff, but no one in my immediate family or any generation that I'm clear of built any fucking pyramids. Oh, the Jews built the pyramids. I know, man. I know. I you know why? Why? Because the Egyptians couldn't fucking figure it out. <laughs> oh, there's Egyptians here. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> I guess some of them survived the closing of the sea bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> you really believe in that book, huh? Listen, man, it had pictures and everything. <laughs> but were, were you world's th- first comic book? Come on, <laughs> yeah, I'll agree with that. It was so being brought up a Jew in Canada is that different than America? Uh, I don't know. I wasn't brought up a Jew in America. <laughs> I mean, there are a lot of Jews here. Yeah, how many Jews are here? <laughs> See? See? But do you feel like you're wayward Jews somehow? What like the- you? <laughs> You mean wandering in the desert, Jews? <laughs> no, wandering in the snow, Jews. Yeah, it's nasty here, huh? <laughs> and finish a fucking street, Montreal. Jesus Christ, what the fuck is that shit? You get halfway done and some guy goes, sit too, and it's over? Fuck you. you yeah. Know? Can't what? just pot, put pylons down and go, we're going to get to it later. <laughs> fuck off. There's a and change one. your license plate. Je me souviens. I remember what? <laughs> when the whole street used to be there? <laughs> I don't know what I'm doing. <laughs> I'm just. I do. They're called local jokes. <laughs> yeah, those are local jokes. They're good. I just thought of them. Where, where were these when the fucking. When the gala was happening for me. I didn't have a bad time at the gala? No, it was fine. It was? Yeah, full of Jews. Yeah? (laughs) Did you use your hand? Of course I used my hand. I can't do my act without my prop. (laughs) (laughs) I actually do an impression of you, but I... I don't want to see another shitty impression of me. No, it's not. Uh, It's no. uh, No, wait, wait, wait. 
I, but people know I only do sound impressions. I don't, I don't do voices. I only do sound impressions or, right. or rhythms. And this is mine of you. It's just like... Fuck, I never should have done this show. I don't know. Oh, God, have you advanced to the eye? Do you cover your eye? Oh, yeah, I cover the eye. Are you eventually going to work to your whole face? Yeah. That's when my career is really going to take off. When they can't see my face at all. (laughs) Hots has got a new thing. He's just screaming through his hand. decide to do that though was there a time where you you were you were a young stand-up and you were just nervous and and you were edgy and you were like all worked up and you well, just look at you go yeah, yeah, that, stuck that, your hand on your face yes, and like this is it that you got it that's oh. exactly how it happened you're a fucking genius <laughs> you're a genius that's a good decision I know. I, I I pulled that one out of my look, and it worked. No, right? no, but well, no, but it actually stylistically, because of your energy, it actually makes your physicality compressed <laughs> while your your head's about to blow off, <laughs> and it seems to work. Like you have this build, but this never moves, so people don't get uncomfortable. Because theoretically, with the type of energy you have, you'd rather be going yeah and just waving your hands like that's that. That's right. Right. So you just compress it, and that's where the fucking funny is, hot. You have studied my performance technique. You are a genius, Mr. Merritt. <laughs> the great thing about him and I, though, is like he'll get up there and kill with his hand on his face, and he'll he'll make everybody happy, and then he'll get off stage and go, I don't know what the fuck I'm gonna do. <laughs> that was a good time. Yeah, I have low self esteem. Right? All right, well, I but... didn't get that personal so quickly, but okay. Do like you in, like in Ireland? Remember when we were in Ireland? I'm trying to remember that. What oh, happened fuck. in Ireland? We bombed. I'm, oh, I know. Remember? Yeah, we stopped. Oh, but yeah, that's and right. And then they kept saying how great we were. Oh, it was horrendous. That was the yeah, first How many time Irish that... people here? Yeah, you guys don't fucking laugh. You got a bit of a no, problem. They... You make good soap, but that's about it, right? They do. No, but they, they make but, good soap and cereal. Fuck off. But they laugh. They they don't. They don't Lucky la- Charms is a fine fucking cereal, <laughs> and if you still don't eat it, you're an asshole. They're great. No, they laugh, but they just don't laugh at, at whiny people. Like they you don't. Mean like, me and you. Yeah, they yeah, don't they laugh don't at. Like Jews, like like they don't laugh at Jews whining because their whole disposition is like suck it up. You, you know what I mean? Just yeah. you, know, you know, take it, you pussy. So they don't like what we do. Yeah, Jews but, don't take it, you pussy. No. Do we? No. We, 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 we take it, then we complain about yeah. it, and then we take some more, and then it stops, and we go, what happened? There's no more left? That kind of thing. Yeah, and then we move out of the ghetto to the rich part of town. Yeah. <laughs> and wow. we don't take it anymore. Wow. Yeah. yeah. All right, well, let me ask you this. Uh, when we were in... I remember this now. We you were in notes? Ireland. I, no, I just have a few bullet points. Okay. I'll tell you what yours are if you want. Sure. <sighs> <laughs> I, I wasn't even looking at him. You bring it up. I'm sorry. Uh, Jeremy Hotz, same age. Are we? Yeah. Yeah, we're old, man. What? I'm not complaining. <laughs> um, and then I just wrote miserable versus character. What the fuck does that even mean? What I did, what I said before, versus oh, I'm fucking miserable. You know what I mean? There's a difference. I guess. Okay. Um, and then, oh, then I just wrote arm choice. 
aren't oh why the left yeah, we, hand no. instead of the right or why the right hand instead of no the left just hand? in general why the arm altogether i don't know i never yeah. thought Was, of that. were you influenced by jack benny at all no not a, the old the old black and white guy yeah no because yeah, he i am no, no. No, all right all right all right, all right, all right. And then uh, Canada versus uh, U.S. That yeah. was uh, the next topic. Well, what do you want me to say about that? Well, I mean, commit to something. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you were asking a fucking question. No, I meant to one or the what other. What kind of right half-assed here. interview is this? That's the way I roll, buddy. Make it up yourself. I think this is the most revealing interview you've ever done. I've I read know. all your interviews. I've watched all of them on television. Well, you're the best I interviewer. <laughs> <laughs> And when are you going to have your own talk show? Like, legitimate talk show on television that you fucking deserve and you should have, and it should have happened 20 years ago. When's that going to fucking happen? Hold you know on. what I mean? Hold on, let me ask. I'll what? ask. When is that going to happen, back <laughs> of the room? <laughs> when is that going to happen, back of the room, people, with laminates? Don't worry, there's no industry here. <laughs> I know, they left. They left. They left 10 minutes ago. <laughs> They no, hate. they're not. That wasn't being self-judged. That was really just a joke. Don't get sensitive. I'm okay with it. But I don't need them anymore. <laughs> but it's that was a show where two weeks later, Mark Maron was crushed by show business. <laughs> Are you still in Vegas? That's what I want to talk about. Yeah, I go to Vegas once in a no, while. No, but weren't you working there like 50 weeks a year or something? Or 40 weeks a no, year? No, four. Four? Yeah. <laughs> But, like, every night for four weeks. No, just, yeah, every night for four weeks. Yeah, yeah, it sucked. It was shit. No, but, but like, I, I worked there once. I don't know how the hell you deal with that. It I'm, stinks. Yeah? Yeah, it's shit. Do, do you, uh, aren't there a bunch of other comics that are just sort of, like, they've been put to, into, you know, kind of uh, out to pasture in Vegas? Like, yeah. Is, isn't that a good gig? Because I remember when I talked to you about it, I thought you were excited about it. No, I wasn't excited about no? it. No, no. But there are, yeah, that's where you kind of, if you're a comic, you're saying that's where you go to die, right? Well, yeah, but you go to die and be paid well and have a big room and... and, uh, and yeah, but a, you would never want to do that, right? It's not even an option for no, me. No, no, me neither. I mean, Same what the show. Fuck, what the, no, but what would I do in Vegas? I Could you imagine that. me in Vegas at the casino, like, with people stopping in? I mean, how would that even work out? It's disgusting. No, I'd be like, what do you people want? You know, I, I don't know how it would work. I, I played there a couple times and it's... It's a big drain, and I find it terribly uh, totally depressing. Yeah, yeah, and it's sad to look at America like that, right? Because that's real America, right? They're I, they're fucking fat. No, no real I, America is fucking enormous. All right, well you now, have no now, idea. now I'm getting a little defensive. Have you walked down St. Catharines recently? I mean, I, have I, you actually taken in that street? Yeah, they can fit into the stores. Yeah. I just want to point out that of the panel, of the panel, you're the only Canadian, and you're the fucking biggest. All right, I'm just saying. <laughs> What do you mean? I'm the fattest? Oh, now I mean, you're the now. fattest. <laughs> See, this is like all it takes to deflate a Jew's ego completely. See, that's the end of it now. I don't want to do this fucking no, show I know, anymore. I know, I know. I know. Who's I, this I, fucking guy? Is he allowed to speak when I'm talking to you? He's, uh, I thought your fucking oh, thing was oh, over. Oh, is that what this is about, motherfucker? <laughs> is that what... Am I allowed to speak when a white man is talking? Jesus. Hey, look, look. What the hell? He look. sounds awfully black for a white man. Did I miss the first part of the show? <laughs> Jeremy Hotz, ladies and gentlemen. Nina, do you want to go on now? Oh, good. Hold on, let me set the mic up for the monkey.
Why, do you, why are you guys still taking it like that? When she comes up here, you're going to realize that what I'm saying is completely appropriate. Please welcome Nina Conti to the stage. How are you? Thank you for coming. It's nice to see you. I, I, I have a mic for the monkey. That's very nice of you. Thank you. This is Nina Conti. She's, um, I, I, do you know who she is? So some of you don't, so I'm not even going to, I'm not even going to ruin it for you. Hi, how are you? I, I, <laughs> I'm very well. Did you, what? I, I don't Go. communicate well as a, as a single person. I want to get the monkey out. You want to get the monkey out? Yeah, can I? Now, just, be, just be cool, Victor. <laughs> I'm going to break her fucking arm. <laughs> <laughs> don't, you'll ruin her career. <laughs> if you break her arm, she will have no career. Okay, here, here's the... <laughs> I told you she had a monkey. She's a ventriloquist. I am a ventriloquist. She is a ventriloquist. Testing one, two, three. <laughs> Look at that fucking monkey. Hello. Hello. How are you doing? How is everyone? <laughs> so, Thank you. Wow. Can I... Can, does the monkey improvise? Yeah, I can improvise. <laughs> It just means Nina sort of goes quiet. <laughs> she laughs and I can't finish my sentences. <laughs> We're going to try and talk to you as two people. We're you gonna, are? Yeah, she's going to do her best. I'll try and keep me alive and him. Is okay. that okay? Can yeah. we try it? Okay. 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 Can I ask... Okay, well, I mean, this question is for Nina. Okay. I'll answer it. <laughs> I'm ready. Dude, I'm ready. She's fucking, ready. Look at this fucking monkey. Do you... Like, cause like I, I knew you were coming on the show, so I yeah. went and watched a lot of the, the monkey. Does what's the monkey's name? Lonky. Lonky. It's, it's monkey. Lonky. She's a shit ventriloquist. <laughs> His name is Monkey. Monkey. He doesn't have a name. I don't have the dignity to get a name. <laughs> to, but you had to have this monkey made, right? No, he's a he's a he's a shop bought toy. Anyone can buy that monkey. I'm moving your water away so they can see my funny little face. <laughs> they won't have the pleasure of that on the podcast. Um, okay. I'm so sorry that you couldn't see the monkey. <laughs> Shall I sit on something? I don't know what that means. <laughs> <laughs> I'll scratch it. And... <laughs> Like the cat. Well, I'm, I'm just curious because like, I, I, I watched some of you two work, and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to refer to the monkey as a real thing. Yes, please do. Uh, I will. And she thinks I'm real anyway. No, I, I, I like looking at this monkey and, and watching it actually talk to me. <laughs> I, wish, I know this isn't great radio, but if, 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 I, if I could explain to you the sort of baffled, weird look on this fucking monkey's face... <laughs> I, I really, I just can't, because like, you know, sometimes you watch ventriloquism and you're like, oh, that's like, it's ventriloquism. But then like, I watch her and she does this amazing thing with this monkey. I'm talking like she's not here, but like, <laughs> but like, and I just kept looking at this monkey and I, look at that dumb face. It's good. What? It's implacable. It's what? Implacable. You didn't pronounce that very well. Um, but he, he's, uh, yeah, I mean, I find his face fits all expressions. That's what it is. Happy. Yeah, I'm happy. <laughs> But, okay, let me ask you, what, what made, did you ever do regular stand-up, or was it always about the monkey? No, I've been, 
not. I've been, I don't know, I wouldn't do stand-up without a monkey. That yeah. would be a waste of time. That would be a <laughs> subtraction. And I've developed a personality in life which I find awfully gauche and eager to please. I don't think that's funny without a monkey, you know, to corrupt it. And let you know she's a dirty fucking whore. I'm not at all, but I'm not at all. But he just says things, you know, it's Tourette's, it's Tourette's. It's not even Tourette's, it's fuck shit, wank, titty, yes it is. Monkey, I don't even know if this is going to make the edit. I'm sorry yeah. about that, no. no. I, it's not all just dirty, it's just honest what I come out with. Yeah. But now, do you, do you, 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 you come from a show business family, correct? I do. My dad's an actor. It's Tom You're Conti. You're covering my face, bitch. I'm sorry, I'm sorry. <laughs> okay. <laughs> what? Nothing, sorry. Yeah, my dad's an actor. He's Tom Conti, right? Yes, he is. Yeah, yeah he's a great actor. No. Is okay. Well, you don't mind if I talk about him, right? No, not oh, okay. at all. Now, now, when you first said to your dad, uh, Tom Conti, the actor, uh, did you walk in with the monkey? At what age did you walk in with a monkey and say, Look, Dad, I'm going to do this now. Um, I don't know, 26. I was about... I remember better than you, Nina. Um, well, I was, yeah, I was late in life. I was at the Royal Shakespeare Company. That was a waste of time. <laughs> and I, um, and I, uh, there was a wonderful uh, director in Britain, he's very respected, called Ken Campbell, Gatherick. Uh-huh. And he bought me um, a Teach Yourself Ventriloquism kit, 30 booklets in 30 days. And you, yeah, that's how far away anyone is from being a ventriloquist. <laughs> Take it off, everyone. Come on, let's bring this bitch back. Um, that's not easy for a ventriloquist to say. There was three Bs. You bring it on yourself. So I did these booklets, and um, and that's yeah. And so then I went to my dad. Yes, I did, and told him that I was going to do it. He was thrilled. He was. Really, was he? Yeah, he was. He was baffled, you know. That's sort of what you wait for, is for your kids to find their metier, isn't it? I've had ventriloquism on before. I mean, I had Otto yeah. and George on. Yeah, and uh, I, 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 I'm sort of fascinated with ventriloquism in a weird way. Because right. when I was a kid, I had a Charlie Berg, or Charlie McCarthy. I had a, a, the Edgar Bergen set. What was the Mortimer Snurd? Me yes. and my brother both had these dolls. And, and, but we, we, didn't, we, we eventually you know, took all their clothes off and took the head off. And then we just had the head... And then it was just a dog toy. But, um, so right. I, I didn't commit to it. Right. But, I, but I, I know it's an amazingly difficult thing to do. And you're very good at it. Is there, but are you weird? I think... I, I don't know. I, I mean, because like people... Concurring with his question. I think I'm just um, repressed. Oh, okay. Yeah. So and, the monkey and she's is shy, and yeah, I'm an outlet. <laughs> it's a kind of therapy. I wonder if it's because you know we're all so trained to say the first thing that comes into our head. Yeah. Um, no, not the first, you idiot. <laughs> it's just what she goes on about all the time, and she got it wrong. Um, but I, no, you say the second thing usually. Yeah. You don't yeah. say the first thing. Right. But, and what I'm trying to do with monkey is, is unleash the first thought. You know, the uncensored mind into sure. the monkey. I don't know. It's not really working right now <laughs> the theory's good the theory is good but um i think it is working is it working yeah yeah i'm it's hard it's hard but i keep I keep going at it i made a film about ventriloquism this year oh really yeah and um she just got that in didn't she you didn't even ask her about that <laughs> i think she was worried you weren't going to ask her um but my the guy who bought 
I says, don't do a staring competition, I'll win. <laughs> I don't even have eyelids. I, I so want him to be but real. Mark, a- ask her about... Mark. Ask her about the, you know, like, you know, the movies like Magic and stuff when the ventriloquist goes fucking okay, okay, crazy. Okay, good idea. Hold on, hold on, like hold on, that, hold on. You know okay, what I mean? No, I'll go ahead and ask her. Thanks for doing that. Um, <laughs> you, d- we're on the... We're, it's being recorded, Jeremy. Yeah, you don't so? get, well, you just said, Mark, ask her... What am I, your fucking dummy? <laughs> I, was good, I was moving towards that. I was getting to the point oh, where I was going to establish I, that she's out of her mind. I didn't and rifle I was... through your great notes. <laughs> <laughs> okay, you want to do that? Okay, here's the notes I had for Nina. Choice of puppet. Why? Why a monkey? Uh, it's not just me. She's got her granny. She's I know, got a whole gr- menagerie of things to help her out. Okay. Now, d- okay, monkey. Um, <laughs> do, you, do you have other puppet envy? Do you have other puppet envy? A little. A little? Yeah. And, okay, so now when granny comes out, are you sitting in the bag going, oh, that fucking... Ugh. No, I'm not real. Oh. But... <laughs> I'm treating you like a real thing, though. No, it's good. But we both know I'm not real, so it's a different think... layer of reality. No, I know I'm starting to buy it. Self-knowing reality. I, I know. But or non-reality. But is there ever a point, monkey, <laughs> where, where you want to t- just take over and, and leave her? Uh, yes, uh, I think there is. He wants to take over. I did in a show. He d- I mean, yeah, I mean, there's a show in which I become the monkey and then I take a little Nina puppet out my bag. Uh-huh. It's not as funny, but it's quite clever. <laughs> it's a little disturbing, the whole thing. Yeah, I suppose it is disturbing. Well, I was that's talking the whole to the idea. monkey. Uh, sorry, yeah. sorry. <laughs> Stay out of it, Nina. I'm clearly established as the more interesting of the two of us. You. <laughs> Next question. Wait, I'm, I'm going. I'm going. I think I love you. I, I, I'm feeling that, but I, I don't know if I could support what you need. I don't know. I can't understand that question. <laughs> it wasn't a question. Is all right. This is getting weird, it's right? Getting weird. Okay. Sorry. I'm not. It's because I'm not focused. I'm. No. Focused what do you mean? I was completely focused on your monkey, good, and okay, you good. you were like you were living through the monkey in I that do, moment. I do, and but I mean, embracing the madness. I'm hoping that's where it's going to be most interesting. It's been very interesting. Mm. Do you, is there a time? Wait. <laughs> now, do you scare men away? Do you have a, a husband or a I boyfriend? I have a, a husband and, and two and kids. She's got two kids. Two kids. Yeah. Oh man. Man. Now, are, is there ever a time where you 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 tell your kids like you know talk to the monkey, like like do you, like yes, do you think- well, not yes, but I mean I've noticed that puppets actually have a greater control over my children than I have. Is that true? Yeah, you can really abuse it with kids. <laughs> I mean, her son tells me things he wouldn't tell her, but when I'm there, I mean he's not that right. <laughs> yeah. Young, he's young, he's young. Yeah, well, you you say that, um, but so yeah. I mean, he, there's a confessional thing. Kids are very confessional to, to puppets. puppets. Yeah, yeah, but they know that you're in control of the. He puppet. knows that I'm in control, but and sometimes he prefers me to uh, read the bedtime stories and that kind of shit. Yeah, that kind of shit. Yeah. <laughs> 
Oh, this is so trippy. It's bizarre. So now, um, now but you've done whole one person the show. Hand, the hand. I'm, I'm sorry. <laughs> sorry, I've done. Sorry. You've done full one person shows that explore a lot of things. Like you know, like I, I read that you did a show where you talked about evolution and about Freud. So you've taken ventriloquism to this other level. Do you feel like you've done that? Oh, I don't know. I mean, I went to a ventriloquist convention. That was fun. Oh I my. took. Um, <laughs> Because this is what happened. My, my mentor who gave me the Teach Yourself Ventriloquism mm-hmm. kit, he died. Yeah, yeah. Gosh, funny. Um, he died, and he left me all his puppets in his will. And that was a very unusual inheritance. And they were, like, what were they? There was, um, well, Granny was one of them, and there were quite a few of them. Yeah. And there's a place in Kentucky in America, this is only in America, yeah. um, where there's a resting place for puppets of dead ventriloquists. Oh. Yeah, it's called Venthaven. It's called Van Haven, and it exists, and they all sit there, and they all have that strange history. They've lost their voices, but yeah. they, you know, one spe- And it's spooky as hell. And it's not... Uh, no, I, I find it very moving. She's a freak. So I went... That's what I took all these puppets... Yeah. To Venthaven, the right. bereaved puppets you of took Ken them. Campbell. You took his I took puppets them to Haven on, a pilgrimage, on a pilgrimage, a burial exactly. trip. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. So it's fucking weird, right, monkey? Yeah, it's weird. It's a road trip. And <laughs> in, the, in the film, she talks to all his grieved cockets late into the night until she's lost her mind entirely. Is that true? It's true, yeah. Oh, my God. That's the point. But did you really... Do you ever feel like you're on the edge of... I love it when I do. I mean, it's not nearly often enough. You, you know what you're indulging? and looking into my eyes. Yeah. Think how many days and nights Nina's done that. I've imbued his face with that personality for so long that I can't look at him without feeling like he's got it in him. You know, and it's yeah, not, yeah. no longer in me. It's gone down my arm and up into him for so long. R- really? Real, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, so, so there is the possibility that you may like, have some sort of psychotic puppet break. <laughs> I hope so, I hope so. <laughs> Um, but I think that when I mean, off, possibly if I do go a bit screwy late in life and stuff, I'm going to be really weird, you know, as an old person. <laughs> She's going to be really freaky. Okay. But you do have, like, you're able to turn it off. Like, you're able to... Yes, of course. And yeah. you don't ever have moments at home where, where you get into a state where you're, like, aggravated and, and you have to put the puppet on. No, I don't put the puppet on, but sometimes, you know, in arguments with my husband, I'll start using his voice. <laughs> I mean, just, you know, to mess it around a bit. (laughs) And how does that make your husband feel? How do you think? (laughs) (laughs) He cries. Oh, boy, well, I, you know, I, uh, I feel a little drained and excited by this whole experience. Oh, that's lovely. It, no, it was, it's, it was amazing. Yeah. Now, I had a good time, uh, too. Do you uh, do, you do uh, uh, acting without the monkey? I do sometimes, yeah, but le- uh, less and less because this becomes more interesting the more you do it, I think. And uh, are, there, are there areas you want to go with the monkey that you haven't? Um. <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> Why they they made it filthy? I did not make it filthy. I don't even know what they were doing. Why are you laughing like it was a bad question? It's not a bad question. It was just crazy. It's like I've never heard that question asked. Are there other areas you want to go with a monkey that you haven't? I just never heard that said ever. That's why I laughed. It's a euphemism, is it in America? No, no, it's not about sex. No, it's not about sex. sex, Well, there's a euphemism. We, we had a discussion earlier, Monkey, about sometimes the word monkey is used as slang for black people in the States. Oh, all right. 
You weren't listening or wasn't listening. That's how they should. <laughs> Nina Conti, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you. you want to hang out or do you, do you have to go? Oh, you do? Well, it was lovely having you. It was... Oh, it's okay. Did you have a good time? Okay, Nina Conti, ladies and gentlemen. Bye. That was so fucking trippy, man. Yeah, she's 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 hot though, right? But the whole no, the, dude. I, look, you know, a lot of people condescend ventriloquism, but when you're standing there looking at it yeah. like that and you want to believe the monkey, you can. I believe the monkey. I didn't notice the monkey. I'm just saying there were those other two things. <laughs> she's married, and you know why she's leaving, you sick Jew fuck? She's leaving. Because she has to deal with her baby right now. Well, and maybe. she wasn't even out of the room. Okay. You started talking about her boobs. Okay, well, maybe I could be the next dirty little monkey. <laughs> <laughs> How's your wife? I'm not married. What I was, happened? I was married for well over a year. <laughs> well, I gave it the old community college try. You didn't even last two years? Yeah, it didn't last two What years. happened? She just kept staring at me. Next question. <laughs> Never marry a woman that doesn't know how to blink. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> Did you marry a monkey? <laughs> hey, don't get him set off again. Fucking relax. Take it easy, Mark. Shit. I wasn't even... We're oh. going for network here. My next guest will help us resolve all of these issues because he's fucking you know, angry, intense, and funny, and I've known him for, like, what, 15, 20 years? Mike Britt, is he here? Yeah! Yeah! Hey, buddy. What, what's up, man? Do you know Mike, Jeremy? I'm not angry. Yeah, I know Jeremy. All right, I'm sorry. I'm, I'm sorry. I'm not angry. Why do I say that? I, I didn't mean to say it. You're not angry. Thank you, man. You're not. I was nervous as shit because he was like, I'm adjusting the mic for the monkey. I was like, I know he ain't bringing me on this motherfucker. I know the fuck he not about to bring me up now. I was like, why'd you pick me this week to do this shit? Monkeys and black albinos. I'm like, what? This is personal. <laughs> it is, Mike. It is. <laughs> I was scared as shit back then. I was like, I thought me and Mark was cool. This is a nice country. Don't make me a monkey here. <laughs> I'm just trying to keep it interesting. I had no idea. Nina is. is hot, though. Huh? Nina is hot, though. I know she... Okay. Yeah, I'll fuck very... her and that monkey. <laughs> and that monkey. I swear to God. It's a red dress, right, though? Seriously? It's like, the red, yes. in a red dress with the Something red about shoes. that. It's yeah, very enticing. It's a red dress, man. You, so yeah. you're just able to look past the fact that she, she has a monkey with her and, and that she's married Come on, to Mark. Shit. We don't give a fuck about that. <laughs> That's the greatest story you're going to be able to tell your boys. Yeah. <laughs> what? You know, I fucked the ventriloquist, yo. <laughs> Have you, have you, <laughs> can you imagine? Like, Put that midget story on the back burner. I fucked the ventriloquist. How dare you say midget? Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. Come on. Little man. people. Little mm -hmm. people. So, Mike, 
It's yes. good to see you, man. Great I mean, to see you, like, man. I feel like I see you every five or six years, and I'm always like, there he is. He's at it. He's still going. I'm still here, man. Yeah, I'm I mean, you were here. funny as hell the other night. I saw you being filthy. It was beautiful. Thank you. Yeah, I, I love the nasty shows because you get to be. Un- you went to the nasty shows, people. Yeah, but yeah. tell him that you're not a nasty comic. You're no, just a dad. Thank you. Even when I told Jeremy I did the nasty, he's, he's like, "Why would you do that? You're not nasty." I, I, I toured with him across Canada. He's not a na- he's not a nasty guy. No. Comic. Everybody no. has a nasty side. Though. Yeah, yeah. You just have to bring like, it out. Yeah, it's encouraged to to come out, and it's yeah. good. Yes, it's fun. Yes, yes. Yeah. Like, but but you don't generally work blue. No, no, no. I'm, I don't consider myself that. I'm real. I'm raw. You know, I <laughs> yeah. say what I want, but not necessarily be nasty about not it. Not thematically nasty. Yeah. You know Thank you, I mean? man. Yeah, Can you yeah, shut the fuck up and let him oh, do this? Sorry. <laughs> so, what do you, you start in New York, though, right? Born and raised. Yeah. Yeah, because I remember seeing him when we when you were starting out. Yeah. And it was like, didn't you go by Mike B for a while? I did. I sure did. <laughs> then I you sure decided did. you're gonna go ahead and add the rest of the yeah, letters. Old, it. <laughs> <laughs> it's my name, damn it. I was trying to be hip hoppy in the beginning, and I was like, I need to be more global. <laughs> well, I just I just saw Jay Eric Okerson show, and he was talking about how I love Jay. He's funny as fuck, and he was talking about how these black dudes would just you know make up these names primarily because they didn't want to have to say their last name because it was too complicated, or they didn't want it to be in their intro because they thought it sounded cooler just to be Mike well, B. Black people you don't usually have complicated last names; they're usually the first name that's tough. Okay. You know, so, like Shamanika. You're like, yeah, yeah, wait a yeah, minute. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. then it's Jones. <laughs> I'm like, damn, Shamanika Jones. But, but, but you decided like Mike B wasn't working out because it was... No, you know what I thought about after a while? You know, at first you wanted something gimmicky and then as, as I was going further, I was like, you know... If I die tomorrow, I want people to remember who I was, not a character. Right. And every famous comic, every great comic has used their entire name. Right. You know, so I said, it's time for me to use my name. That was it. Yeah. <laughs> so, Just in case I die. So I does that, to... do we take Sinbad off the list then? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> except Sinbad. <laughs> you would find the one exception. <laughs> Why not? We'd have everything else tonight. Why not a black pirate? I want to get him on the show. I'm going to get him on the show. I got, yeah. I've, I've got no real problems with, uh, with, with any comics anymore. I have no issue. Anymore. I like the way you say that. They don't even understand. Yeah, I know what you mean. No, hell, I mean, of course, every, like, all, uh, like, for my entire career, every comic thought I was some sort of arrogant, judgmental, you know, asshole. And, and I was. And, uh, but I, I can't dismiss anybody. Everybody, I, I would like him to explain his outfits. Uh, I, I mean, but I think well, that is the truth. He is probably yeah, the worst dressed brother ever I, in history. I've in seen history him, of like, black people in fucking orange jumpsuits, man. I mean, like I've made some mistakes <laughs> on television, but like an orange jumpsuit, and I don't think that's an unreasonable question to ask a person. Do you? Like, what the what the fuck were you thinking with that outfit? His stylist must have the easiest job. She just puts shit together. He like, I'll do it. <laughs> I'm gonna make that cream top and that purple shoes work. It's like a you gotta dead. love the boldness of yeah, it. Yeah. Like, I, I, believe in me, I will make this fucking work. Yo. <laughs> like a dare, <laughs> like, a, like a fashion dare. Like, I dare you to put that shit together. You like, watch me. <laughs> and then your fucking special rocks. You like, fuck. <laughs> he did it. Oh fuck. So, can we talk about like? Because I like, I don't know. Did you start in black rooms? Yes, I did. 
and now because I can't like a lot of times I want to get black comics on the show and and they I don't even know how to get hold of them. There's a whole different. We have phones, motherfucker. What are you talking about? <laughs> Did you just say you don't know how to get a hold of black people? Where's that monkey at? Bring that motherfucker back so he could talk to you. No, I just feel like Did there's... Did you just say you didn't know? No, let me explain. And yeah, I, please I'll... explain, goddammit. I love that when every time this happens on my show that I cannot get through a show with a black person without there being something misunderstood. <laughs> what I'm talking about... I know you have a phone, Mike. Yes, it's in a smartphone, Yes, too. I know Simbad has a phone. I know Kevin Hart has a phone. Thank you. Yes, okay, we all. I, yeah, they all. We're use, on the, they we're all on the network. Mobile, but I, yes. I know that Cat Williams has a phone, or yes. at least has people that have phones for him. Yeah. All right, now, what, what I'm saying is that there seems to be a whole different comedy scene that I don't have any, I don't know anything about. Is that, that's what I'm saying. It's true. And, and that there seems to be a whole world that, that they, it seems separate, even though it shouldn't be separate. I'm glad you said that, because I think a lot of, I used to tell a lot of white comics that were very funny, like, don't be apprehensive. You have a misconception of black people. Like, you think they're going to heckle, you know? If you're fun, funny is funny. Yeah. Doesn't make a difference what color you are or where you're from. If you're funny, they're going to laugh. Right. You know, and they would be scared, and then they would come do the rooms, and then they'd be like, yo, that shit was great. And I'm like, yeah. And then the same thing on the flip side, you know what I'm saying? The black comics had a misconception about, they call it white rooms. I'm like, it's not white. It's mainstream. It's like everybody coming together. You know what I'm saying? So I guess if, if everybody gets past those fears and just focus on the funny, then you don't have to worry about that stuff. Yeah, and I... <laughs> But also, uh, uh, you know, that being said, a lot of times when a, when a white comic goes to a black room, when I've had that experience before, they pander. Well, no, well, no, there's that, but I don't know how to do that for anybody really, I, and it's awkward when I try. But there is a sense that you like. My feeling was when I played black rooms is that if you show any insecurity whatsoever or doubt that that you're that I'm finished. Oh yeah, black people like sharks. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> if we taste that blood in the water, we will chomp your fucking leg off. So, so that's you a just little... have to show no fear. <laughs> well, that's a whole other thing now. Yeah, you know, you... there's there's like we're all uh, together and working in different places. Now I can't be afraid. No, yeah. <laughs> and it, it, this is the best time for us to get together, especially in the United States. Oh, yeah. les États-Unis. Yeah. Because, uh, you know, we all. <laughs> Are you gonna hate on my French? Are you gonna hate on my French, yo? No, we were just talking about pandering. So it's an interesting segue. <laughs> I thought it was wonderful. It was a it was a classic example of multilingual pandering. It's okay, man. You got to do what you got to do, you right? Got to do what you got to do, homie, man. They say win in Rome, right? Well, win in Montreal, motherfucker. What's this? That's my phone. It's a BlackBerry. Oh. What? Can't be a strawberry, motherfucker. Got to be a BlackBerry. <sighs> yeah, and, and it, it has a hard time calling black people's phones. <laughs> Did you just say that? It was a, it's a callback. It's a callback. Call I love it. The too. phone thing. I love it. So, okay, this so it's great, man. It is good. So, this there is was, what you do? Yeah. This is awesome. <laughs> no, I mean, I'm not no, pandering. No, no, I, I, I really fucking meant that. Yeah, this well, is great. that's interesting because that's that tone that I miss. I could misunderstand as angry because you're so fucking intense. See, why do you people know, infuse I, well, anger? Why don't we replace anger with passionate? 
I, I'm all for that. Yes. I, I, you know, I Come wish on, I could man. use that explanation to my girlfriend on many different levels. I'm not yelling because I'm mad. I'm yelling because I fucking love you. Right. There you go. Now look, you're crying. See? See how much I fucking love you? So you, right. but you do travel a lot, right? Yeah, I travel. A lot. I mean, have you been like out, like not? Where, where's the most weirdest place the, you've been? China. You performed in China. Yeah. For Chinese people. Yes, for Chinese people. <laughs> for Don't, Chinese no, people. you guys misunderstand. <laughs> I have been to China, but I did not perform for Chinese people. I performed for frightened expatriates who were there doing other business. I wanted to perform for Chinese people because I feel like they don't like me in a general sense. I've discussed this on the show before. This is not a mystery. I have made an amends with some of the Asian audience members I have that do like me, but I still would find it difficult to perform for Chinese people. Well, the Chinese people there were, they were English educated. They were educated in the United States, so they knew English. They understand perfectly. So what was the situation? Oh, with some guys that used to live in the United States, and then they their company moved to China. Yeah. And then they were out there, and like, well, we don't have nothing for us and this stuff. So they just got together and decided to bring comics from the United States into China, you know, to entertain. And the, the crowd was all people that spoke English. And it wasn't even mostly Chinese, which was amazing. It was Australians, people from all over. Okay, so this is exactly what I, I experienced. See, like, at the beginning, I pictured you doing a show for Chinese people who could not understand you, and now we're, we're in a room full of Australians and English-speaking people. <laughs> it was fun, though, man. <laughs> did you walk around? It was, fun, it was fun, though, because it was interesting to watch Chinese people try to follow my material instead of following me around their store when I come in. It, <laughs> it was different. Oh, God. Did that really happen? A lot, man. You think black people be talking about this shit like we just stereotypical? It happens all the time. As a matter of fact, you know, it was great when I, when I went to China. Like, you know, you land, you do it all the time. You go land in the airport and people come to pick you up. Mm. They don't know, you know, they don't, they're looking for you. Right. You know what I'm saying? But there's not too many black people in China. Right. <laughs> so when I landed in the airport, they was like, there he is right there. <laughs> pick him up. He's the one. <laughs> I, t- saw, I told the dude, he said, I said, you probably saw me landing like he's in 13. <laughs> 13C is his seat. It just landed. <laughs> what, ta- what, what town were you in? Oh, I don't remember. <laughs> in and out. I was in China, motherfucker. I gotta be specific. Did you go to Beijing? Yeah, I was in Beijing. Did I just say it like that? I'm sorry. No, Beijing. you said it nice. Okay. Beijing. You said yeah. it with respect. It's, like, it's fucking insane there, isn't it? Yeah, it's I great. mean, did you notice that you, like, there, I have never seen more different types of bicycles in my life. They, there were two-wheel things that were, like, they had literally houses on bicycles. And there were guys getting shaves on the street. Did you notice this, or am I making this up? You're making there, it up. Oh. <laughs> no, I, I, didn't, I didn't see that, though. No, it was crazy, and the air was shitty. Did you go to... to yeah, it, it, it is. It's very muggy there. It's, it's very it's muggy horrendous, there. and you're just, you can't breathe. And then you, I went to Tiananmen Square. Did you go there? No, I didn't go there. Did you do anything? I did shows. Okay. Did you go to the Great Wall of China? No, I didn't do that. <laughs> I don't did, you go, did, you, did you go to the, you go to the Forbidden City? Come on, don't keep mentioning shit that I didn't do. I went to China and I did some shows, man. That's it. Fucking making me feel like a piece of shit. Like, you didn't go see anything? Well, you didn't go see anything. No, I didn't. <laughs> I sure didn't, yeah. I didn't have the time. It was a short trip. Sure. 
a short trip to China. How 22 long? hours. In I the know, air. in the fucking plane, right? In the right? air. I know. 22 hours in it's the air. That's a long crazy, time. crazy, man. Yeah. All right, so where are you going next? Home to Brooklyn. You still live in Brooklyn? Yes, I do. Home oh. to Brooklyn. Can we get a monkey up here or something? Or... This is this is great, man. I, I appreciate you having me here, man. It's good to see you. This you are you are the numero uno comic on podcast. That's, oh, that's, that's all. Awesome. Thank you. Thank you. And so I much. didn't even know. Yeah, I'm not bullshit, Mark. They was like, Mark, once you do his show, he, he's got the number one podcast. I wasn't surprised, but I was like, really? I didn't even fucking heard of your shit. <laughs> yeah, I know. Why didn't you know? You don't listen to the podcast? Uh, you don't no, listen to any really, podcast? No, I really don't. Okay. I, I really don't. I have enough of my own opinions. I'm not really trying to hear other people's shit. <laughs> it's too much, man. It's like overload, man. I got a small memory chip. Now, are but you, a big dick. <laughs> no, I'm talking about Are you married? Yes, I am. How long have you been married? Ten years, two weeks ago. Oh, graduations. Oh, thank you, sir. And uh, do, do you talk about your wife on stage? Yes, and she hates it. Do you, you have that problem? Huh? You have that problem, too? Yeah, she hates it. Now, she is there, because I, like, every, like, I've been through two wives, and, um, and you're going to have that conversation where you really have to decide between your material and them. No, I, I'll go with the material. <laughs> my wife, and she'd be like, stop talking about me. I'm like, well, stop doing the shit you do. You know what I'm saying? Don't be you and I won't say shit. <laughs> and does that work? No, you know, she don't give a fuck, man. She hates when I point her out and stuff like But I'm, I'm like, I, I got to speak from what I'm dealing with and what I know. And if you're part of that, then hold on, boo. Yeah. Have you, ever been, have you ever had that moment where you had to make the call where it's like, I really can't do that one? Nah, nah. You I usually just it? go for it. <laughs> and just deal with it in the car. That's what we deal with all of our shit. People in relationships know in the car. You're like, and it's those right? They don't want to say shit on the street. They're like, hey, how you doing? Hi. As soon as you close the door, who the fuck you talking about? <laughs> Mike Britt, ladies and gentlemen. Let's move it down. That was great. Move it down. One more. All right, so now I get a chance to answer all my questions uh, about Canada and about French and about that. There's another uh, uh, local legend. Please welcome Mike Ward to the stage. Hey, buddy. Not too bad. Not too bad. Mike Ward. Are you pretty well known here? Uh, French people know who I am, yeah. The French people know who yeah. you are. Because I've got, I got like two or three emails of people saying, you've got to interview Mike Ward. So I was like, all right, fuck it. I'll interview Mike Ward. But now, now I do have a question, though, because you do pretty, uh, you, you, your, your English stuff is, is pretty cutting. It's pretty great. It's pretty dirty. Now, when you translate from French, I mean, is it the same? It's the same, same exact shit. Really? Same jokes, yeah. Can you just, like, will you do me, will you indulge me? Okay. And do like, give me a one-liner in a one, English. Uh, like a, uh, okay. One of my jokes I do is uh, my wife can't have any kids. She went to took a test. The doctor told her she can't have kids because I keep coming on her face. And <laughs> she's not quick enough. See, the same joke in French is, Ma femme peut pas avoir d'enfants. Elle est allée voir le médecin. Il a dit, a pris des tests. Puis il a dit, elle pouvait pas tomber enceinte. Parce que moi, j'arrête pas d'y venir d'en face. Same... 
Same joke. I, I same. you know, I enjoyed it in French. I did. I, I like. Same. So it's the exact same thing. Same. Yeah. I see. Like I'm so. I think that I just realized why I, I get uncomfortable with the French is because I can't. <laughs> I want to be able to fucking speak it. Okay. Well, did fine. you did you bring up? Did you were you brought up with both languages? My uh, uh, my dad's uh, English. My mom's French. And when I was little, they both pretended they couldn't speak the other language. Because I I grew up in Quebec City, which is I until I was five years old, I thought my dad had invented a language because no one. <laughs> No one spoke English. Like I didn't, and we didn't have cable in Quebec. It was all French channels. Yeah. So I was like, "Why are you fucking making up these words? Why can't we speak like the neighbors?" But I was happy because, like, when I was eighteen, I could, you know, go either way. But you do. That's. Uh, Mike Britt is holding up his hand, implying that the audience should not laugh at the fact that there was a double entendre. <laughs> He thinks all French people are gay. That's why he did that. No. No? <laughs> you can use the mic still, okay. uh, Mike. Oh. Yeah, you're welcome. No! <laughs> <laughs> but no, because like I, from my understanding and my ignorance and perhaps my uh, slight, uh, I don't know if it's xenophobia or judgmental-ness, uh, like I know there's half of the festival that's in French. Yeah. And I always thought that it involved a lot of, uh, you know, fart noises and, um, <laughs> and like, you know, s- silly faces. And like, blah, 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 blah. That's the, like, every time I go outside of Quebec, and I used to, I, I, they bring me on stage. I wouldn't tell them I was French, but then I do it. And every time they go, "This next guy's French," people in the audience they always go like, "Oh fuck!" Because they think I'm gonna make saxophone noises and I'm gonna fucking <laughs> like know, really broad movements, yeah, yeah. like "Please, please, boy, boy, again." It's because there's like that. That's there's there's. <laughs> Am I mischaracterizing it? <laughs> it's because there's. It is. No, but I mean, am I wrong? No, but it's because there's French and there's Quebecois, and there's a difference. Like, a yeah, what is Quebecois that? Comic, Quebecois is French Canadian. Yeah, and we uh, like we're we're real comics, but you go to France and they're just fucking horrible. <laughs> they're just, it's it's. It, seriously, like I, I, I did some shows in France, and I used to make fun of them when they'd come to Quebec. Yeah. But I, I thought oh, it's because we don't get it. But in their country, it must go better. And then I went there, and I was like, these fucking people suck. Like they, it's not set up punchline. It's set up funny face, and then set up <laughs> weird, awkward fucking moment. Like yeah, right. They're really, and fart noise, right? They're like th- that's why Jerry Lewis is so big there. It's like they're they're fifty years behind. The rest of the world. But they've been there for hundreds of years. Yeah, it's weird, though. And they don't know that they suck. Like, I did... I, I did... Uh, the first time I was there, I was doing this talk show. And the guy is, like, he's fucking arrogant and, like, really f- French, you know? Yeah. And he's... And he, he asked me, he goes, well, well, what do you think of uh, French performers? What do you think about French comics? And it was all French comics. And he thought I was going to say, oh, they're wonderful. And I was like, these guys are like 40 years behind everyone. And then I just started insulting them. And then my, my, my publicist in France yeah. was going, he's just kidding. He's kidding. She was like, il rigole, il rigole. C'est des blagues. He's, <laughs> he's fucking, he must be stoned or something. <laughs> yeah. and they, 
And how, how, now, how are you received by the French? French like me because their, their comics are so bad. <laughs> like, when I go there, they don't really understand the Quebecois accent, but since I have punchlines, they're, like, freaking out. They're like, no, okay, holy so- fuck, this, this guy is... Um, for real, like... You're like, like, you're like a miracle. And, you're like, and, oh my God, it's clever, and there was no fart noise. And, and they always have like the fourth wall like in theater. Yeah, and fuck that. I, I did this gala last year in Paris, and I get on stage, and I'm talking to a guy, and I was like talking to him, and he was just looking at me, and I was asking him questions, and I had to describe what the guy was wearing before he understood, oh, fuck, this guy's talking to me. <laughs> and then... When they were like freaking out, they were coming up to me after going, oh my God, you talk to people. That's amazing. <laughs> like I was, for them, I was like Lenny Bruce. I was <laughs> yeah. fucking inventing comedy. I was, I was. Oh my God. So like literally you came and did, you did shows in France in French and they thought you came from the future. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Seriously, the French comics in France are so bad. I could teach you 11 <laughs> words in French and you would be the biggest fucking star over there. Okay. What are they? <laughs> Just, uh, <laughs> I don't know, like three of them will be about fart noises. Merci. Oh, that was sort of a Mexican but, French. But Quebecois performers are like a, there's real okay. What's the, like here. what's the difference? Because I I know there's a difference. It's like like, like do Quebecois uh, do do French people from France think? What do they think of of Canadian French they, people? Like they most of them like are kind of either they think they're. I don't know. I don't know what they. But do think, they think they're like renegades or less than or? No, or like, I, I think they're kind of impressed by what we do because we sort of do like what uh, you guys do or what the Brits do, whereas they just fucking they're like you know for them like Charlie Chaplin is kind of cutting edge. That's unbelievable. So what made you decide to stop doing uh, French shows? No, I'm still doing French shows. I mostly work in French. Oh, you, you, have you toured the states at all with the, uh, with not the English? Not that much. I was I was in L.A. and that's it. And how'd that go? It went well. It went really well. But it was weird because there were a lot of French people. And I, I was doing two shows in one night. And one of them was French. The other one was English. Yeah. And it was the same crowd for both shows. So, so you, get, you got no, no turnover so at all? I did like the first show was in English. And I did like all my best stuff for, for like an hour. And then I had to do French. And I was like fuck, I just did, like, my best hour. So I'm just, I'm going to be doing in a, a show in the language I always perform in, and I'm just going to suck. And I was asking people questions, like, hey, where are you from? And what the... Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> and so it was horrible. But the, the first show, the English show was really good, but the French show was horrible. But, no, I, but my question is, like, I know that Eddie Azard uh, did uh, uh, a bunch of shows in French. Yeah. But, but w- Why? <laughs> I don't know. Like I don't know. I, I don't. Don't, I don't you think? But like, like you, I, I, I appreciate because you, you grew up in this household where both languages are spoke and spoken, and you perform in French, and it seems to be authentic. I, there's part of me that thinks like he's showing off. <laughs> but no, he's the like one of the big reasons I started doing it in English because I saw him in an interview saying that like he 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 spoke a little French, but he really sort of tried to learn to. Like, he moved to France for a while, and now he's learning German. And I was like, fuck, I'm too lazy to take the word vagin and change it into vagina. Like, it's... 
like I'm, I'm, I was like, fuck, I'm too lazy to translate my, my jokes. So. So, so you're saying that occasionally when you're doing English, you'll say vagine? Yeah. No, in French. In French? Oh, yeah. Oh, it, but what, so what do you mean translate it to what? To, to vagina. <laughs> vagine is vagina. No, both I get that. They both sound so good. <laughs> they both sound good? Is they, that sound, they both sound fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> I would take a vagine or vagina anyway. <laughs> Whatever's on the menu. <laughs> now, do you, uh, do you have plans to, to try to, to go to the States and tour in uh, English? Yeah, I like doing shows in English, but I like living here. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to try to do more shows in English, but like, I like coming back home. And, and, and have the French uh, responded to your attacks on them? The uh, French people actually like me. Like, I met a couple of uh, comics from France because the, the new generation is better, and they're really ashamed, of, like the old-timers, because the old generation, they steal jokes, and they're just fucking... I saw... I, I was doing they this... They do? Yeah. The, the, I saw this guy. Wow. I was in France uh, right before the, the, the gala I did over there. Yeah. I went to a little club, and I saw a guy doing shit that I had done on Quebec TV, like... Ten years ago, no. and I was like, "What the fuck? What, why are you doing that?" And he was like, "Oh, it's just—it's an homage. It's an homage. It's." And I was like, "Fuck! I'm, no one knows me in France. Why are you like for them? They, they like fuck. They just steal jokes and they're fucking horrible." It's a, Synonym for steal I've ever heard yeah. in my life. He's no, honoring it's an homage. Yeah. An, um, it's an a homo- salute. Yeah, an homage to an unknown comic <laughs> who I happened to see one night. Does, does he call his act the homage to the unknown comic? And you were the guy. Yeah. yeah. And did you fucking yeah? Hand well, him I his I, I started talking to him and like I was trying to com- convince him to stop doing it. Then I was like, fuck it, he's just gonna keep, keep doing it. So I left and I've been talking shit about their country ever since. So. <laughs> Mike Ward, ladies and gentlemen, Mike Britt, Jeremy Hotz, Victor Bernardo, Nina Conti. Thank you for coming to Live WTF in Montreal, the Just for Laughs Comedy Festival. <laughs>